0: Welcome to Get Vertical with Mike McCauley, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of growth and overcoming challenges and lessons learned along the way. Sharing how we win both in business and in life by getting vertical. Join host Mike McCauley and his guests as we dive into leadership strategy, personal growth, success stories, and more. Tune in to learn how to fulfill your personal and professional goals and how you can get vertical on the many challenges you face today.
1: So a couple of quick questions for you, right? You've got you've got a couple of businesses that you've launched now, right? As you've transitioned um, from an employee to a president and a founder of a company. How how has that gone for you? Like, right? right? One of the things that that I get lots of questions about is, you know, what worked, what happened, what what went wrong, right? And and what would, you know, what went right a- after that because you've been very successful in 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 growing your businesses both of them and um like so when you were starting out right was there is there like fear and trepidation or you know how did that go
0: yeah great yeah great question so interestingly enough i there actually wasn't a lot of fear and 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 this might sound crazy but it actually did not feel like a huge to me, which from what I understand is uncommon maybe it's not but a lot of people kind of ask that question like were you really afraid did it you know congratulations it felt like a huge step for me it felt like a pretty natural thing it, it felt a lot more like more similar what I was doing and by doing this it was going to allow me to continue to do it and actually do it at even a better level and be able to kind of get rid of some of the things I don't like do more of some of the things i do like so. It felt really natural, even though it it felt like it should have been scary, if that makes sense. But it, but it really was. It really wasn't. Just you know, just being honest, that wasn't one of the emotions that I had. Um, as far as um, what works, what doesn't work. Um, I, I mean, first, I mean the, the elephant in the room that I think everybody knows is is um, is it's, There's a lot of hard work involved, right? So if you're if you're starting your business and you're planning on doing something other than rolling up your sleeves and, and you know what I mean? And really working, um, then, then you're in a different industry than I'm in. Cause I don't, you know, if that exists, that's, that has not been my experience, you know? Um, and, and then I think the, the other thing is, you know, you, you start out in my place, I, in, in my spot, I start out completely by myself, right? So I'm doing everything myself. So I'm wearing a lot of hats. And so one of the things that you're doing is kind of figuring out, What's the order that I'm going to take these hats off, right? And and pass them on. And to me, I think that's a pretty um, important thing. And I think it's a tough question because because you can look at it from some, some different perspectives, right? You can say, well, I just like doing this, or I don't like doing this. You can look at it like, well, I'm good at this, or I'm not good at this. You can look at it like, well, this is inexpensive for me to hire somebody else to do, or this is expensive for me to hire somebody else, something else to do, right? And in a perfect world, and there's, there's other questions I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, right? But in a perfect world, all of those things line up, right? And the thing that I don't like doing is the thing that needs to be done, is the thing that's inexpensive to go get, and I was never very good at it in the first place, right? But the reality is that it's not. And so there's a lot of kind of, I don't know, guess and check's the right word, or if it's kind of thinking about it trying it, seeing what's working well, going backwards, going forward. Does that make sense? So when you zoom out, it looks kind of like steady progression, but from day to day or week to week, it doesn't necessarily feel that way, right? It feels like you know, one step forwards, two step backwards sometimes. I don't know what's what's your experience been? Is that resonating with you or
1: oh yeah it's look, there's no there's no dodging hard, right? There's no dodging hard work, right? It's it's just yeah. a question of where it's coming and when it's coming. And in the way I've always I always looked at my career was um, whether I was an employee or had my own firm or something along those lines is how many clients do I have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm an employee, I've got one client, right? And that's the, the, that's the job, right? And they're looking at an ROI from that perspective as well. And so that's that's kind of how I well, always approached it. Then the other piece of it, um, to your point – as I think about what, what worked is, I think in the early days, there's this notion of, you know, are you going to burn the ships or are you not? Right. And I think by burning the ships, you know, to use that metaphor, it it creates a much higher incentive to engage a lot harder versus if you're trying to keep a foot in both worlds. Um, and, then the the next piece of it is you go all in right that's what that burning the ships is but once you once you've gone all in what i found is a lot of times there's this there's two approaches to it one is hey i'm going to be principled i know what type of clients i'm looking for and i'm going to say no to all anything that's not that or the other is i'm going to be I know what my end game is, but I'm gonna be very pragmatic getting there. And I'll take the different clients that come regardless of their fit for what I've got, right? And and be able to continue to to bring things in that are gonna help feed that. Um, and so I, I ended up and went with more of the latter, which was I took a variety of different engagements with different clients and then found where there was, much more stronger alignment, and then also found ones where there, there wasn't long-term alignment. If there wasn't long-term alignment, I still served them exceedingly well, right? But just recognized that it was like, okay, this is gonna be a little bit more of a short-term thing. I don't, don't have the infrastructure and the capabilities to serve what they want long-term, and it's just helped them. and then my duty is to help them find the provider to, to be able to do that. And,
0: yeah, yeah, 100%. And my, mine's been more of the latter as well. And, and in fact, you know, when I was first starting out, got some different clients, you know, and then wound up parting ways with a couple of them and came home and was talking to my wife about it. And, and, you know, she said, man, she said, you spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't bill hourly. Mine's all kind of value-based, project-based. So we kind of set an engagement and then, and then we go and she's like, man, you, you know, you really wound up upside down on that one. But you know, I, I really haven't looked at it that way. It's more like, Hey, I needed work to do. And and mine was other people's may have been different. It's not like I came out of the gate and had more work to do than I knew what to do. It was just the opposite. It was like, I I was more I mean, not quite this way. I tried to be principled to some you know, just in some respect, but at the same time, it was like, Hey, I, I need somebody willing to pay me. You know what I mean? So if you're that guy and it's in the, and it's in the realm, let's do it. And that isn't a hundred percent true, right? There are some things that I, that I did say no to, but there were some that were a little bit more borderline, but in a you know, some of the ones that were pretty borderline, they, they wound up not working out. I thought it was a great lesson. It, it's great. Other ones that were more borderline actually have turned out really good. And it's like, okay, I could go get some more clients like that. You know you know what I mean? This has actually worked out fine. And, and I think so, you just don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? And it's just a learning. Yeah. You're just learning as you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With At least I
0: have been, There's probably people a lot smarter than me that, uh, that have figured out better than that for me, but I'm not one of them. So <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think you're right. There's, and it was funny. My my wife uses this this metaphor a lot, right? Which is that lots of people. uh, I'm not going to use the specific metaphor that she uses, but lots of people have have a similar experience. But when it's yours to go through, it's yours to go through. Yeah. Right. And even if you know there's thousands or millions of people that do that every day, it's still yours, right? And that's. that's your perspective, and that's your experience, and there's there's nobody else that that's going through it specifically the way you are. So
0: yeah, that, no, that's, yeah, that's that's exactly right. And there's no there's no substitute for experience. You know, you can you can read a hundred books about something, and you know more about it in ten minutes doing it yourself. You know, being in the middle of it yourself than your than your hundred books that you read. And, and, you know, and again, I'm all for reading and learning from other people's experiences, but there's no substitute for for your own. You know,
1: oh, without a doubt. Uh, absolutely so tell me a little bit about um as what are you, what are you trying to do with gray box right like what's what's the end game and uh you know if i wanted to engage with you how would i go about doing that
0: yeah so 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 really the end game on it it's uh, one of the phrases that we like as we've been talking about it, this kind of this idea of leveling the playing field or or giving you know whether it's a company or a team or an organization or whatever it is that, that doesn't know about these tools or doesn't have the expertise or the desire to want to do it to give them an opportunity to kind of play in that game. You know what I mean? So that's, so really the end game is to just try to help as many, as many people as we can, um, as many people as we can do it. And then, um, as far as engaging with us, you can go on our website. So it's graybox.com or you can send me an email, Ben at graybox.com or, or, or whatnot. And and really what we do is we'll just sit down with you and look at it and, and try to understand what you're trying to accomplish and then, um, and then yeah, set it up and, and do it. Um, yeah, and do it. And, and again, primarily in content. So really the gray box, you know, really in, in content creation. So, so when I say what you're trying to accomplish in regards to, um, you know, posting on your website, posting on LinkedIn, um, posting, you know, some various places and kind of just helping that content calendar, um, come to life.
1: Yeah, that, that makes sense. So I'm actually looking at your site now and it looks like you posted two articles today. Right. Uh, yeah. If you so, yeah. look closer at the time, they were like at midnight last night. Uh, yesterday, I set a commitment that I was going
0: to do two a day, and uh, so it was like eleven thirty last night. And I'm like, Ugh. so I I tried to keep my commitment. So yeah, it was it was today. It, I'm counting it as yesterday because I still got to do two for for today, but it was technically today.
1: <laughs> okay. And is this is this gray box generated? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. One hundred percent. So I'm looking at this, right? Your article is how to make your blogging efforts more effective. And it's got 17, 17 points in the table of contents. How did that, I mean, this is long form content too. So, yeah, so that's what, so that's what Graybox does. So literally Graybox
0: created one. If, if it had 17, it, it probably had 17 in there and it had all the words underneath. And I just went through and 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 did exactly what I told you. I took out some stuff add a little bit of stuff things like that
1: so question for you along those lines right how like when i'm playing with with chat gpt or other ai ai tools i find that they don't produce long form content but they produce high quality short form content that i can stack Mm -hmm. yeah so what yeah so that that's kind of so Graybox uses six different
0: ai models so it does use chat gpt they they came out with an api like two or three weeks ago so we so maybe it's been a month whatever it is so we added it to it so it uses chat gpt it uses some other from open ai it uses one from google it uses one from different places and then basically it just it looks at it i mean your stacking thing is kind of what it does it sits there and says okay we want to write this article what are the different tasks that needs to need to be done and then literally we'll use a model Um, I'd have to look on that particular one, but approximately 300 different times and it'll say, okay, do this part, do this part, do this part, do this part, do
1: this part, and then put it all together. Okay. And is it, is it HTML tagging that and SEO tagging it It as well? It is. Yep. Yeah. So
0: we have what we call, we have what we call like a recipe and that, and again, it's customizable. So you can say, Hey, use one of the ones we've got, or you can say, Hey, I want it to be just a little bit different. I want the linking strategy to be like this. I want, this to be like that or whatever. And there aren't a lot of links on that one. That, that website's brand new. I literally put that website up um, three weeks ago. Um, so I have almost no content. So what I did was is Graybox generated um, like 39, I think, articles. And then um, and we're posting those. And those ones really don't have any links because they don't have anything to go back to. And then what it will what do after that is after those, and I don't know why 39, how I landed on 39, I'm not even sure, but that's what it wound up being, is that when it does the 40th one, it'll actually look at those 39 and it'll link back to those. It'll see which ones are performing well to use, to use similar content. You know what I mean? And kind of learn as it, as it goes to, um,
1: to do that. But um, uh, sorry, I interrupted
0: myself, and now I can't remember what you asked, when I was answering.
1: No, you're, you're great. It was just, hey, what was the um, short form versus long form? And oh, SEO tagging. Oh, yep, yeah, has SEO in it. Yep, yeah, so you can, yep, yeah, you can put Yeah, so it can, it can generate meta text. Yeah, it can lay it out. From,
0: from my understanding, the ones like this work really well, particularly when there's questions in those 17 or 18 table of contents and then just kind of address each one of them. Um, and in particular, when you're starting a website, I feel like those work really well. As you get more established, you can do them a little bit shorter and still be all right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes perfect sense. So, well, man, Ben, this has been fantastic. So you said you've got a uh, you've got a 16-year-old son? I do. Yes. Yeah. And what part of the country are you in? Are you in, uh, you in Utah? Uh, I am. Yep. I'm in Utah. Good memory. So, yeah, okay. we're
0: just a little bit south of Salt Lake. Yeah. And he's...
1: In fact, yeah, he's
0: he's 16 and he's been, he plays football, so he's been lifting a lot. So we we weigh the same amount as of like a week ago. His his body composition is a little bit different than mine, but we weigh the same amount. So uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: is he wanting to play in college? Um,
0: he'd like to. I don't know if he will or not. He, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. He he would like to. He in fact he he was a three sport athlete. He's quit his other sports. To just do football all the time and lift and do seven on seven, do all this other stuff to try to give it a go. He'll be a senior next year. So to try to give it a go, see, see what he can do, um, and and then yeah, see what happens. Yeah. So we'll find out. Yeah.
1: What positions he playing? He play he plays
0: a lot of positions. So he wants to be a receiver. He's in the de- he's a little bit deeper in the depth chart than he'd like to be. Last year they had him play some defensive end, which for if he played in college, he'd be more of a linebacker. So he's six one, six two, 195 pounds. Okay, So it would be more of a linebacker size. But, again, it's not uncommon for um, for a linebacker to play up. You know what I mean? To play up a level in high school. And then um, he's a he's a kicker, um, and he's actually a very good kicker. So his his freshman year, he kicked uh, a couple field goals over 35 yards. Um, and then um, last year, they didn't kick a lot. They had a problem with their holding team. But in practice, he hit a 60-yarder. Like, screw screwed around. He hit it from midfield through the upright. So he's got a good leg. Um, and and interesting enough, he really hasn't put a lot of time into kicking. So that's kind of the conversation we had with him. Is, hey, do you want to play in college? And if so, like, what do you feel like your best shot is? And so that's part of why he quit everything else is so he can actually practice kicking because, in my opinion, my wife's opinion, that's his best shot right now. You know what I mean? But he'd rather do the other. And so he's kind of trying to do both, but both in that field and, and see what happens. We'll have to – yeah, we'll, we'll catch up again a year from now, right, and either say – yeah, he's going to college like the rest of us not to play football or, or, hey, he, he landed somewhere, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no lie. Well, it's, it's interesting, right? Because I had um, three boys that graduated from high school. All three played football. One uh, had no interest in playing football in, in college. The other two did, and they went through that whole recruiting process. And it was, it was pretty amazing and, um, and great. And then one, got affected by, you know, an injury. And so at one point was the love of the game and he could, he could punt really well. And it was a question mm-hmm. of, you know, do, do you give up, you know, the, the full contact stuff and and just go do the punting. Right. And kicking yeah. piece. And he was like, no, I want to, I want to be all, you know, all in or not. And so, you know, we were talking through all of that. It's fun stuff.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting, well, and that's, and like, for, so my, my son grew up playing soccer. I'd imagine maybe you guys had some soccer too, if he was a punter. And he was, as a sophomore wound up ranked in the state and he was nationally ranked, whatever, as a goalkeeper, a um, oh, wow. lot of shutouts and stuff like that. And so that was some of the questions well Like, okay, if you if you top is receiver, if you can't be a receiver, do you want to be, would you rather be a kicker in football or would you rather go try to be a goalkeeper somewhere? Cause he's a very good goalkeeper. And, um, and, and anyway, and, and then I ran track in, a, in college. And so then it's like, or do you want to try to go new track? And, and cause he feels like he could have a shot doing that as well. So anyway, a lot of us probably similar conversations kind of say, okay, what, as you're, as you're narrowing, and really actually really the same conversation we we're having earlier about your, the business stuff, when you're starting your own business too, you got okay the world's wide open. as we start yeah. to narrow, what do you do actually really? So, I hadn't thought about the before but really similar. What do you like doing? What are you good at? What do you, you know what I mean? What, what how do you, how do you see this shaking out and, and just, yeah, having those, having those conversations and let's see what happens.
1: Yeah. you know, there's, uh, there's different video clips and vignettes of, of, people talking to college students. And, um, and one of the ones I heard was like, you know, it was I think it was a professor that was doing this. He said, you know, typically they will have different types of people come in to talk to the college students. It's either folks that have been extremely successful in, in the business world or billionaires. And they're like, okay, well, okay, well you get the successful in the business world because you know they've got titles and this that and the other and they're, they're talking about those experiences he said but what he found was that the billionaires gave the worst advice to the students and it was like people were like what he said yeah billionaires tell you to go follow their passion he said but if you if you do the biology if, if you do the biography on all of these billionaires none of them followed their passion they all did what they were great at and they they worked really really hard at it and then they became passionate about it, right? <laughs> Yeah. That's super funny. So my daughter's
0: a, a freshman in college and she's in a business school. Um, she's at, um, at Utah state. So a couple hours North of us. And, um, and she, she, I was actually talking to her spring break. And she said, the th- it was actually funny. She said, yeah, they have all these really like, you know, the billionaires come in, whatever. And she said, they all talk about your happiness equation. She said, that's what they all talk about. And she's like, That isn't what I want to hear about. I want to hear about how do I get that. And it's funny because I think there's, I think there's a lot of, you know, I think there's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces in that. And I do think that if you follow what you're passionate about and you understand what drives you, makes you happy, that that can make you more successful. I also understand. I agree with what you're saying. Where it's like, hey, it's a chicken and egg thing, and it's like, hey, we got to pay the bills, and like we can worry about the other stuff later you know, you know what i mean and, and and let's be honest there's there's an element of luck to it and that's not to take away from what anybody's doing but you know there was a, there was some restaurant owner that was the most successful you know the great cook great whatever else and he started his restaurant february of 2020 and it and it didn't work out how he had envisioned it you know you know what i mean and um and and there's somebody anyway it, it, there there is an element of that that goes along with it and then it comes back to refining like what you're saying is as i look back you know as i as i reflect and look back it's like okay if i've been successful which of the things are successful because i did that which of the things were successful in spite of what i did and which of them really had nothing to do with it you know what i mean it was just luck and i don't know that any of us ever find all of that out but i think that as we ask those questions that it helps us helps guide us for the future you know what i mean
1: yeah i i think you're you're spot on with that right i mean it's you shouldn't go do something i i i'm not a big fan of doing something that creates misery right i am a huge fan of doing hard things that are going to make you better right yeah. but uh it, and sometimes i think people confuse um easy with good and hard with bad right yeah that's a super good point yep and, and yeah so, and that's
0: and, not right yeah
1: yeah sometimes it's hard and that's that doesn't mean it's bad. It, that could be great, right? Yes. Well, and, and the other thing along
0: that that I've noticed is a lot of times it's not always what you're doing that makes it enjoyable or, or unenjoyable. Sometimes it's how you're doing it or why you're doing it. You know, they they tell this, you know, the the famous story about the guy that's building it, that's doing the, the stonemason, right? That's building a cathedral. And that's it makes him happy. Yes. He's doing the same thing, but he knows he's doing that. And and I think too, you know, if you're you know, if there's anybody is listening to this that's in a that feels like they're a dead end, in a dead end job, they hate it, they don't like it, whatever else. Like when I talk to people in that situation, a lot of times you can actually do a really similar job, but change the way that you're doing it so that it matches more your strengths and what you're good at. And it can be life-changing. I mean, it can literally be life-changing. And it's not like the stuff around you didn't change. It's the stuff inside of you that changed. You know what I mean? And obviously, there's cases, there's situations where the stuff around you needs to change. I'm not diminishing that by any means. But I do think that to your point, sometimes something's hard, but it's good. You know what I mean? And that's what drives the growth.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you said you ran track, right? What, event, what events did you do?
0: Uh, decathlon. So I did a lot. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. So <laughs> y- you've run an 800 before, right?
0: Yeah I, yeah. I actually have not, but I've run a mile and I've run a 400, which I think gives me a good perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Well the mile, right. It's, it's still right. For all practical purposes, the mile is now, a, it's just a, f- a sprint. Right. Yeah. A, long, a, a Almost sprint. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. And it's at some point in there, right. It just sucks. Right. Yes. It just sucks. And you know what? But but the end game is worth it, right? And so you push through that. And then I think the other thing, when you were talking about, like, you know, what's your why, like Simon Sinek talks about, um, the other part of it that's extremely compelling is, you know, who's your team, right? Who's your posse? Who's the group that you're going to go to battle with, right, in this? Because that that matters a lot. Sometimes you can do really sucky things with great people, and it's amazing. Yes.
0: Yep. And I also think along with that, if,
1: if you are, if
0: along the way, I mean, talking about the why and talking about the team, if you've got a, a group of people that you want to go to battle with and you're going to battle and it does kind of suck. Part of the reasons why it stops sucking is because you're having those conversations and you're like, dude, I love you, man. We're doing great, but I can't do this for another, you know, depending yeah. on the situation, if it's another you know hour week or month or year, whatever it is, and so you're it, you know what people want you, you know it's interesting I, i've been in I've been in larger companies before and i've and I've led pretty good sized teams, and everybody talks about compensation and different things like that and if you go back and read um, um, which Netflix is interesting because they're in a little bit of a different situation right now, but back you know back in the day, they have some really interesting things, some good literature, and they're talking about like. People want to work with other really good people. People want to feel like they're learning and progressing. And then people want to feel autonomous, like they yeah. can have it. And that's what people want. And like like, all, like universally, that's what people want. And so if you can find that and you're doing whatever it is, like the worst job you can think of is, you'll actually be happy. And that job will likely change a little bit. But even if it doesn't, you'll like it. Does that make sense? Because you're doing those things. And that's a lot more important than kind of the particulars of what you're doing and also the, um, and, and also the, uh, um, how hard it
1: is, you know what I mean? And and things like that. Oh, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean, man. Awesome. Well, Ben, Hey, um, I appreciate it. This has been fantastic. Is there, is there anything I can do for you?
0: Um, yeah, no, just, it's been great. I mean, I'd love to chat again and then, uh, yeah, I guess just send anybody my way. If they uh you know what I mean, as you're talking to people, if there's somebody that's like, hey, there's uh you know, there's something that, uh, that that they could use that, that Gray Box could help solve. Um or, or or Visual Data Cloud, which we haven't talked as much about, but that's just more general data analytics business intelligence, stuff like that. If there's somebody that needs help with that, send them my way and would love to uh, we'd love to help them.
1: Okay, absolutely. We can definitely do that. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to following up on this conversation and hear more about Graybox. And then also, we can dig in a little bit more into visual data cloud as well, because you've done some pretty amazing stuff there. Uh, I guess, it, you know, as, as we are closing out on this and this time, I, I do want to say thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, this has been fantastic. And have a great day.
0: Yeah. Thanks. I, I've enjoyed it. Same back at you, and uh, and yeah, let's
1: do it again soon.